Blog Talk Radio.
And here we go. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to We Are Everyday People, Global Internet Radio Network, uh, South Shore Towers for Life. This show today, uh, uh, my name is Keith Blesso, by the way, and uh, this show here came about, uh, and we're going to get right into it, but I want to say first that uh, at our picnic, this past 40th year uh, reunion picnic at the uh, the South Shore Cultural Center. Uh, you know, well, I'm just uh, doing interviews, working and taking pictures and everything, and I look around and I see, uh, I see Brother Rock. And uh, when I see Rock, matter of fact, I saw him that Friday. I saw, we saw him that Friday at the uh, at the checkerboard, but I was too busy. I didn't get a chance. To, I, I didn't get a chance to see him actually until after we were gone on the way home, walking out and leaving the place. But I saw him again at the picnic, and I started all every all of a sudden. I just started remembering everything. Uh, your childhood revisited and all the things that I heard and uh, how I came to know who he was. And I came to know who he was back in uh, 1969. I was in seventh grade in Brenmar, and uh, I was in a classroom with uh, Anthony Thomas. We were in seventh grade together. And it's uh, Lamont Calvin. His name, um, it was Lamont Hall. I think back then it was Calvin. He changed it. I'm not sure. That was before or after seventh grade. But they would always come to school, and they would always talk about rock, rock. And they were both tough guys, you know, especially Anthony. And, and, and they, they would talk about rock in a way to that you knew that they had respect for this man, and that he was telling them something that was uh, influential to them. Now I don't remember exactly what they were saying, but it was always something to the effect of them following his lead and doing what he's saying. And they they couldn't wait to get to the gym. They could, you know, they kept coming back talking about it. I said, who, who is this rock? So I, one day, I, you know, I went to the YMCA after school when I shouldn't sit my butt home, but I did. I went to the Y, and uh, I saw for myself. You know, I watched the Comets with the name of the team at the time, and, and, I, and I, I, just, I, kept, I was watching Rock and how he just came across uh, as a – you could tell he had love in his heart, but he was disciplined, and, and he, was, he was a no-nonsense, and look, I got you covered. If you want to pay attention or listen, I can make something out of you. And I can tell that these two gentlemen that I just mentioned were listening. And that, that's how I first came across. And then it, it, later on, he ended up working at the South Shore. I, I, I you know, saw him then. And I could just tell this man was a, a legendary uh, figure and doing something really, really positive to the black male youth in, in the neighborhood. And everybody has spoken so highly of him that I wanted to do a tribute show to him, for him, and talk with him about this. And I wanted to have those who have been mentored and steered and uh, uh, placed on the right track by this man to come on and show their love for him. I want him to hear it for his own ears and let him know that uh, all his hard work, man, has, has, has paid off and uh, he, is, he is well loved for it. And I want to take the time now to bring on the man of this hour, uh, Brother Robert Rock, Rocky Moore. Rock, thank you for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Okay, thanks. Now, uh, let me let me ask you this. Uh, I want to I want to start off back 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 a little bit, and 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 in, in, in your childhood, and when when you came up, and when when you think about your childhood, uh, who, who who were your influence? Who influenced you to make you into the person that you are today? <laughs> well, it was a guy. Turn, turn, turn the uh, you got to turn the computer down so uh, and, and you hear me on the phone. That it'll be easier. 
You yeah. have to get me on the phone. It might be a delay. Yeah. Okay. But did you get a question? Yeah, you said my influence from from Chicago, a guy named Mr. Gleason used to work at Wabash Y. And um, and all, I used to run, go down there and play basketball all the time. And, and, and uh, what, what, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I used to live on 47 and um, Vincennes, and I used to ride the bus to the Y and walk home and from the Y. But that was the guy that gave me a lot of influence in sports, Mr. Gleason. Mm-hmm. And when when did it uh, hit you to where you wanted to uh, be, the, be the influence that you turned out to be on, on uh, black men? Uh, was, that some, was it something that uh, happened overnight, uh, something gradual? Or did you see something that said, man, this is what I want to do? No, well, okay, this came about because I was part of a a group with a guy named Mr. Moorhead, uh, which was a craftsman uh, organization down on 43rd Street. And he had us come up, we played baseball and had us and and all, and, and he had me leading the group. And so what happened was the guys that I used to play ball with from DuSable and stuff started coming, and he changed over the group from me to them. So I got with a young man named Franklin Hall and said, we're going to have our own team. And we started, and Franklin, and I used to live on 47 Vincent, to walk from 47 Vincent all the way over to Farmer's Field on Forty, forty-nine stone to play basketball, mm-hmm. and so I began to get a group of guys together to play, and we had to find a place to practice, which was out on sixty-second uh, and Blackstone, and, okay. and in a church, and and, and uh, that's the that was the first group. Then I got drafted in the service. I went away and I played ball in the service, came back home and reorganized. But the kids that I had over on 9th Street had moved all out to 63rd. And that's where I mm-hmm. began there. And, uh, and I was working at Spiegel's, and don't forget that. And I used to go to the Y and Sweet Charlie Brown, I used to see him. And he asked me, would I want a job? I said, what kind of job? He said, doing what you're doing. I said, what am I doing? He said, you got a team. So I got with Charlie. I worked at the Y. I worked at Spiegel's and and all. And um, I began to work with the kids and get them to come. Because we went out to the Bears camp, and um, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he he played pro ball now. He doesn't even remember me. We was out at the camp, and some kids stole the trophy, and we got the trophy back and came on back home. And mm-hmm. from that point on, I just began to organize my own team. 
and uh, and I was mm-hmm. working for, and then I got caught up with Youth Action, and then I left Speakers and went with Youth Action and went to school. Now, what, what was what so was your first what what what, what 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 year was your first team? What if you started the Y? Was there some action going on before South Carolina? No, no, I started back at '59 at, at Farmers oh. Field, Farmers Field, down there on on 55th and. Um, 49th and Blackstone. That's where I coached baseball and I coached uh, football. I did it all. But it, it was too expensive for baseball and football, so we cut off to basketball. And and the guys I had down there don't even know the guys that I had after them because they was older and moved moved out the city. And, uh, now, are you still? But, uh, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead now. Go ahead. So, no, I was just going to ask you: are, are you still coaching now? Are you Are you still? Uh, well, I'm doing a little now? bit. Yeah, I'm. Hopefully, that I'm going to go over to Bourne and do a little bit. And uh, okay. that's where I first started out, uh, high school coaching. Okay. And uh, yeah, and I, the the reason reason I was at Bourne is because one of the guys that used to became the head coach over there. And he accepted me as doing this frost team. His name is Calhoun. Okay. And, okay. And, and, and we went over there and organized, and we began to have a good team. And, I, and then I would work in security, and they transferred everybody from security in high school to the grammar school. And they sent okay. me to 39th and Kesey. And so I, I I made a decision. I said, I can't make it over here. And I, I went to South Morgan Park out there and because uh, Mrs. Carter had asked me, and and I refused. And I, she came by. I said, is that job still open? So I went to Morgan Park. And Ray and me got started at Morgan Park. And, okay. And 19, I, 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 go ahead. 19 what now? 1959, I won City. 59. 60, 60, yeah, 69, because we, when 1,000, we went right back down state and, and won third place down state. Yeah. All right. All right. I ha- I have more questions. I'm gonna I'll ask later, but I know we have you know, we have a lot of calls lined up and a lot of a lot of uh, people who really want to uh, express themselves to you. And we're gonna start taking callers now. We'll take them in the order. I know there's a couple of brothers who are at work, and I I did say that uh, that being the case, when I see that they're on, I'll, I'll get them right in. But I don't see them yet. But I'm looking out for them. But right now we'll bring in uh, some names I have affiliated with numbers. Some I don't. We're gonna bring in a caller with the last four digits of three thousand. Uh, three zero zero zero. Caller, caller, are you with us? Caller with the last four digits of three thousand. Are you with us? Yes. Can you hear yes, me, sir? How are you? I can hear you loud and clear. You're on the you're on the line with myself and brother Washmore. Beautiful, beautiful, Bobby. How you doing? This is Kirk. You know who I am. Yeah. Hey, Kirk. What's up? 
I'm fine, man. I'm fine. I, when I got the message that you were going to be uh, celebrating on the radio, I had to tune in. I'm actually driving home, so if I drop this call, it's because I'm driving on Lakeshore Drive. But okay. I just uh, commend you for all that you've done. You've been like a father figure to me. Um, I've sat back and heard all of the stories of you working with the comments over the years. I've traveled with you guys. Um, you're just my extended family. I love you. I love all that you've done, and I'm trying to mentor myself um, after you so that I can help all of the juveniles that I'm working with at the Juvenile Detention Center now. Um, you inspire me. I love you. Guys, take care. I can talk okay. on and on, but I know you got a lot of other callers <laughs> coming in, so I'm going to go. And all I want to okay. say is, Bobby, what you going to play now? All right. <laughs> you know it's going to be James Brown. Okay, good, good hear from you, man. All right. All right. All right. Thank you for calling. Appreciate you. Sure. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. We have more. We have brother, I know who this is here. This is the brother who's a big-time contributor to my show, and he's uh, in line to actually have his own show. We're talking about it and discussing the format, and that's uh, brother Carl Sanderson. Brother Carl, are you with us? Yes, I'm with I'm with us. Hey, Rob, right, you how you doing, brother. my brother? <laughs> hey, man, what's happening, Carl? Everything's all right. Hey, Rock, I remember, see, when I got to South Shore, I was a, I had already been three years at Dusavo. And so when I, and I saw you, <laughs> and I saw you in the hallway, and then I saw you was, you know, you was like a disciplinarian guy. And I said, who is this little guy here? <laughs> 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 who is this guy? But you know what? After a week, I saw the AU. I said, "This cat here, everybody was a, was coming to you, was talking to you." And I said, "You was you was more, you was bigger than what's the guy name that was handling disciplinarian, the assistant principal, Mister Poole." Yeah. Uh, anyway, he wasn't well, one you was you you was real big, man. And I saw that, <laughs> and ever since then, nothing but uh, love and respect for you, because I. I see how you was handling the young men, and yes, if you if you had anything to do with Charlie Brown, it was that Charlie Brown on the saw with nineteen fifty fourteen. Yeah, when you was talking, yeah, hey, yeah, man, you got some good. You was around, you was surrounded with good people, man, and you know <laughs> I heard I heard Mister Moorhead. I heard about Mister Moorhead. See, when you start throwing them names, man, I'm fifty eight years old. But I, all my brothers are older than me, and uh-huh. and you from you from the valley, right? If right, you, I'm from the, right up, down there on Forty Seven. Right, you grew up down in the valley, and I'm surprised you and you was right there by Forestville. So I know. Right, I, know I went to Forestville. Get out of here! So I know. So I I feel you, man. Hey, man. I respect and love you, my brother, and kudos to you for all these years, man. You've been, you've been, you've been giving back, man. You done, you done gave back. You've been inspiring young men. They in line to call you and thank you. They in line right now, waiting on your phone call. I'm not gonna hold you, my brother. Thanks a lot, Keith, for letting me share. And uh, okay. Rocco, we'll stay in tune, man. And okay. continue taking your family and your wife. You got a good wife. She's been supporting you for all these years, man. And I got to give kudos to her, to Beverly. So thank yeah, you. Absolutely. 
Okay. Okay. Oh, okay, my brother. Uh, okay, brother Carl. Thank you, Carl. Okay, thank you. All right now. Okay, we'll take the next in line here. we I'm, I'm uh, looking up and down, and we have a, quite a few. Y'all hang in there, please. Don't, 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 uh, don't disconnect. We're gonna, we're gonna get everybody in now. What, what, I, what I will say is, uh, if, if you're ready to chime in, if you're just listening, that's fine, and I really appreciate that. We want you to listen, but if you did want to chime in, uh, make sure you press the number one on your keypad, and I will see that, and uh, that you're ready to come in, and uh, I will bring you in. Right now, we're gonna go to the next. Wow, everybody, press number one at the same time, like the temptation. Okay, we're going to uh, take the next caller then. And I got a feeling, I got a feeling, this is Eugene Mason. Eugene, are you with us? Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we, we just figured out who, who called this was. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. It always comes up for... private restricted or unknown. <laughs> All right, Brother Gene, thanks for calling, man. Right, right. Well, I... You know, anything that Rock is involved in, I have to, to chime in or support or be a part of just because uh, Rock changed my life and helped make me who I am today. And anybody listening probably knows Gene, uh, especially around the South Shore area. Um, you know, I was one of the guys that uh, came up under Rock um, back in the 60s uh, my father passed away when I was 12 years old, and I was just out in the street with no direction, you know, doing silly stuff, dumb stuff, and just kind of just out there, uh, working here and there. But then when I ran into Rock, uh, some guys I went to high school with, uh, O'Neal Carter, Alan Hudson, uh, Les May, uh, Godfrey Harris, uh, I knew, I've known them since 1963, and they asked me that I want to play basketball. I said, man, I don't know nothing about basketball. I was a wrestler. <laughs> and they said, this guy Rockamore, he'll teach you how to play. I said, not me. And sure enough, you know, they took me up to the wild on 71st Street. Rock looked at me, and uh, I had grown. I was about 6'4". I couldn't touch the rim, couldn't walk and chew bubble gum as far as on the basketball court. I was the kind of guy that come out there with argyle socks on and uh, shorts or, or long pants, no shorts. And so, you know, Rock started working with me, teaching me how to play. And not only did he do that, uh, he got me in school, uh, got me in college at Central YMCA Community College. That was my first introduction to going to school uh, in a college atmosphere. You know, he took Al and I to school with him. And uh, we had classes together, and then from there, he got me a job working with Youth Action with him, and I was making $5 every two weeks. I was his field assistant, and Al made $10 every two weeks. He was my boss. But uh, I just wanted to say that snowballed into Rock helping me become a young man, and giving me direction and structure as a young man. And then I wanted to go out and do some of the same kind of things that he did. He started me coaching when I started playing basketball. I started coaching with him in 1967. My first experience as a coach, I had the junior comments, and then they would move up to the intermediate comments. And all of that uh, at the time I didn't realize was training me to become a man and become a young man. And it really helped me uh, as I became a single parent, uh, 
and some of the other things that I did in life, but I attribute so much of it to Rockamore. And I wasn't the only one that did that. I mean, you have guys out there like Grover Reed, Benny Henry, and all of these guys have different groups of young men that are doing the same thing with these young men that Rock did with them. And that's just to name a couple, Rock's son. I mean, just on and on and on, everybody wanted to emulate and be like Rock Moore and go out and work with young men. I don't even think Rock realizes the impact that he's had on uh, the young men in the Chicago area, and it has stretched far beyond Chicago. And I'm I'm sure that, like, there's a line of people that want to congratulate him, thank him, and I thank him from the bottom of my heart for being a part of my life and helping me to become who I became and for me to be able to work with my children the same way that he worked with me. And I look at him like a father, like everybody else does. As a matter of fact, people thought he was my real father because I stayed with him so much. So I love you from the bottom of my heart. Just want to say thank you, Rock. And I thank you, Mr. Bledsoe, brother, for making this possible so people could chime in and show their love for Rock. You're most welcome, man. I'm very happy to do it. Thank you, Eugene. Okay. Brother Rocky, could a comment? Yes. Make a comment? No, that's my main guy. He always was. You know, I did everything I could for him. Tried to do everything. That's the main guy. You know. Beautiful. That's my man. Well, thank you. Thank you for calling, brother. Thank you so much for allowing me. No problem. Appreciate it. Absolutely. You take care, brother. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay, okay we're going we're gonna to keep it rolling, and uh, we're going to roll right to uh, see next up. We have the last four digits of uh, 9360. Trying to keep this in mind. Well, 9360 will be followed by 2541, but right now we have caller with the last four digits, 9360. Caller, are you with us? I am here. Can you hear me? I can hear yes, you. Yes, well, I'm clear. How are you? Awesome. I am super fantastic. This is Jasmine McAlpin from class of 78, South Shore. Hey, Hi. Yes. Hey. Hey, Jasmine, Keith, how are you? Yes, indeed. Great. How are you doing? Well, thank you for calling. I am. I, it's so my pleasure. Listen, I couldn't help but chime in for a minute when I found out that she was doing a tribute to my guy, Rock. Um, Arthur. I don't know of any other security guys that was at South Shore other than Rock. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to chime in and say, Rock, I appreciate you. I love you. And I just wanted to let you know that you've always been that kind of guy. You know, I did, one of the callers before say that you have more authority than, than Mr. Poole, and I'm going to have to concur with that because one thing about it, you, you we knew that you carried a big stick, and it, it was – but in your mint business, but you was also fun and down to earth. And I just want to say that I appreciate you so much. And it was it was fun actually. We used to love running from you. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you know, and and so I just wanted to chime in for a brief moment and just to say how much I appreciate you, love you, respect you, and wish you well. And Keith, thank you so much for doing this tribute to Rock. And I'll talk with you guys later. I'll stay chimed in. Thank you for calling, Dad. Appreciate you. All right. Okay. Mm. <laughs> well, you're on a roll, Rock. See what see the impact you have, man. I hope I hope I hope you feel this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I, hope I you really feel it. do. Absolutely. I hope you feel it. Now we're gonna keep rolling. We're gonna bring in brother uh, as soon as I can stroll up here and pick up brother Gil 
Thompson right here. Brother Gil, are you with us? Yeah, I'm with you, brother. How you doing, man? Appreciate it. Hey. I'm doing uh, great. Yeah, that is. Hey. What's happening, Gilbert? Yeah, this is Gil. <laughs> Everybody is talking about how great he is, which he is great, but I got some stories to tell. <laughs> I don't know if y'all ready for these stories, but... <laughs> Michael, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. All right, the first thing I want to say is he is a tremendous individual. Um, He had a program at the Y in like 71, 72, which was just unbelievable. He had the teams lined up. They were all emulating the pros. He had the Suns. You had the Bulls. You had all these different NBA-type name teams. And the kids from Brimmar, O'Keefe, Parkside, he had enough, I guess, vision to mix them together so he wouldn't have no trouble, you know, with territorial stuff, and it just was a tremendous leap. But anyway, on to the story. The thing about Rock, first of all, I played for Rock from between, and Rock had a knack for taking busters. And for those who don't know who a buster is, that's somebody who has absolutely no talent. Okay, and I was one of the busters too, by the way. And I have seen him transform busters and uh, guys who went on to play college ball. And that came from Rock taking, which you don't find coaches doing today. You know, they all want the talent. But Rock would be the one individual, if you couldn't, you know, chew bubble gum and walk at the same time, Rock would not only take you, but he would work with you. And all of a sudden, you look up this guy who couldn't score a basket would be averaging 20 points. Now, that to me is priceless, to take a kid who nobody wants to be involved with, nobody wants to put on the court, and to work with him and have that kid believe in himself. But that's what Rock would do. But let me let me get to these stories. The first story I'm going to tell you is about Carlton White. Now, Rock, you <laughs> yeah. that Carlton White here, right? Carson White was at the YMCA on on (laughs) 71st, and there was a bully in the the neighborhood, a Debo-type guy named Jeff. Carson was only about 5'8", Jeff about 6'6". And Jeff would beat Carson up every day. And Rock would tell him, listen, don't let that boy beat you up. This is what you you need to stand (laughs) up to him. And if I hadn't seen this, I wouldn't believe it. But finally, Carson decided to listen to Rock. And Jeff started beating on him again. Carter decides to fight back. And Jeff's just wailing them, just wailing them, just beating them down. And and Rock kept telling Carter, hang in there, Carter. Hang in there, Carter. Don't give up. Don't give up. And it's like, I don't know what happened. Like, Jesus came down and said, I'm going to flip the script. The next thing you know, know, Carter's on top of Jeff. Pounding him and Rock said, don't elbow him now, Carter. Don't elbow him. <laughs> if I had not seen him take this guy that was being bullied and instilling him the strength to fight back and not only defend himself but to turn the tables, it was like I'll never forget the rest of my life. The next story I want to tell you is, you know, I went on to coach. I played college ball and went on to coach. And I was fortunate enough, with a little bit of Bev's help, to get Rock out of the house and take him on a road like three summers ago. We went to Indianapolis, and then we took a trip to <laughs> Vegas with an AAU team. We went to Vegas, and we went to L.A., right, Rock? Then we go over to L.A.? Right. Yeah, we right. go over there, and, and, and we coached. And I coached a little bit. Now, Rock inspired me to coach. 
and I went on the coach, and I done won me a couple of state championships down in Mississippi, so I think I'm hot stuff, right? The old man, just he just always cut above. So I'm sitting there, we got our boy coaching, we got our boys together, we, you know, I'm installing all these plays, and Rock whispers behind my ear, do you really think they're going to remember all that stuff? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, I done done this. I done run all these championships. We get to Vegas. We call out a play. If they didn't look like they was running a, fire, a Chinese fire drill, they didn't know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> I told you they ain't going to listen. <laughs> Let's go ahead and listen to the old man. And the last story I'm going to tell you is, and I know we got a lot of other people going, I've gone on in my life. You know, I had the, you know, the, uh, I guess the advantage of being able to run some businesses. And my business acumen started when I was 13 years old playing for Rock. And Rock had me thinking I was a public relations man. Call these guys, these people up, and tell them you're the PR man for the comments, and set up these these games. And true enough, I'm calling these people like I'm an adult, and we're handling business. And he's installing on me, hey, believe in yourself, you can handle it. If given the task, accept it. And you'd be surprised how well you do. So, Rock, you know I love you. I'm down for the comic for life. I just wanted to tell them people them stories and share with them what I know about you. Thank you for having me. Okay. Thanks, Gil. All right. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Take care now. Appreciate mm. it. Wow. Man. We're going to go now to uh, we have Brother Roy Shelby, who's going to join us right here. Brother Roy, are you there with us? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, good, good. Hey, absolutely. Rock, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing all right, man. Good, good. Yeah, um, man, it's been this has been a great show so far, man. I'm sitting over here smiling, and you know, it just mm. feels good to to see that you know we're finally honoring this man because he's done a lot for me as well. You know, and I'm gonna start off by you know I came to the South Side in 1971. And uh, joined up with the Comets to play in the, the, the tournament that Gilbert was talking about at the YMCA. But there, I mean, it turned my life around because, I mean, it it started a lifelong friendship with Rocky Moore as well as a lot of other gentlemen who, like like uh, what Jane was saying, guys were from Parkside, O'Keefe, I mean, you name it, Fermi. All over the place. I mean, we all came together, you know, and he taught us how to coexist with one another. Not only that, you know, with the competition, I mean, it was it was fierce. And Rock was a mentor to myself and a lot of other people. Actually, I had people calling me today trying to get the number to call in. Uh, I spoke to Benny Henry, Steve Iron Grant, uh, Al Jones. <laughs> Uh, tried to tried to catch up with Rami Bracey, but couldn't catch up with him. Mm. But I'm sure he's gonna, you know, want to say something if he missed it. Mm. One other thing too that that Rock did was Gene mentioned about having extensions of Rock. There were other guys who were a little older than me who Rock taught that also helped mentor myself. Guys like Sam McFarland. I mean, he read these Chico, Wavy Hot, <laughs> of course, Gene Mason, Carl Henderson, you know, guys like that who were, like I say, extensions of Rocky Moore. 
I mean, when I came to the South Side, I didn't know anybody. But these guys welcomed me, and they taught me how to be a man, you know, how to compete in sports, how to never give up, things like that. Brother White, I'm going to ask you Go ahead. I have a question when you're done. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, because I can go on and on. Go ahead. I'll chime in. Okay, I'll ask a question. Give us a highlight. Give us us a moment where you just kind of, uh, a a proud moment where you just were were just happy to be uh, mentored by Brother Rock. You know, I'm sure there's probably more than one, but was was there any any transition period where you really kind of, when you you really got it, where you really just felt, you know, just a burst of pride? well, yeah, yeah, and it actually it happened when I got a little older, when I got into coaching. I was coaching um, at the uh, center on 76 and Phillips, and um, I had a collection of all the top ball players, you know, and um, Rock had the comments in the tournament as well. So, I, you know, by me thinking that I had all the great ball players, we played Rock's team in the championship. And... Um, I really just sat back and said, well, you know, I got all these tough guys. I'm, they, they were blowing everybody out. We were in first place. Rock, I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> but anyway, they blew us out. They blew us out the gym. And Rock told me, he said, it's preparation, you know, it's preparation. You got to be prepared. So I, didn't, wow. I, didn't, I, I thought that the talent alone was going to carry us. Just like Gilbert wow. said about Rock would take guys who weren't that good and make them great ball players. That's a testament to what happened then. So I learned at that point that I have to be prepared no matter what I do in life. And I owe that to Rocky. Wow. Wow. Man, that's, that's, that's deep. Brother Rocky, you want to comment on that one? Yeah. You know, uh, and I remember him playing ball and everything, and most of all these guys, you know, I, they came up around me, and and all I did try to move them in the right way, and I'm glad that hear that from uh, him because, you know, we really, we we really tested the ground. We we tested the ground over in in Woodlawn and everywhere. And 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 we got total respect from people, uh, and uh, we had no problem whatsoever. And I'm glad to hear from you. And uh, yeah, thank you, brother Roy. What? Thank you for sharing that, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're welcome. My, my pleasure. But hey, Rock, love you, man. You know, and um, Tom, thank you. Thomas for life. Thomas for thank life. You. you and Bev, love you both. Yeah. All right, yes, well, I'll let you get somebody else. All right, brother. All right, I'll be talking to you soon. All right. Mm. I'll see you later. Okay, we're going to uh, we're going to keep keep it rolling as the, as the calls come in. I, I still have a couple of questions I'll ask, but I, we're going to get these callers in first, man. They 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 want to get this out. Okay. Want to open their hearts up. We're going to take mm. uh, callers. Been waiting for a little bit. We're going to call it with the five one two zero last four digits. Five one two zero. Are you with us? Caller with the last four digits of five, one, two, zero. Are you with us? Okay, we'll, uh, okay, 
we'll 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 keep going. We'll keep going. We'll put them on hold, and if we come back in, we'll we'll see them there. Right now, we're going to bring in. Uh, what do we have? Who's next here? I see. Uh, I, I, I know this brother here. But, uh, that one on ahead. Caller with the uh, last four digits four four five seven. Are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Okay, four four five seven. You got it. Yes. Hey, How you got? doing? It's Kevin Bond. Oh, <laughs> where you been, boy? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Rock? Oh, does it? Oh, I definitely uh, had to call in and just uh, just say thank you for everything that you've done, Keith. I I really appreciate this this opportunity that you actually given all of us. Um, this mm-hmm. is just a Rock has been nothing but a complete and utter and tremendous blessing to me and my family. Uh, I met Rock in um, in high school, uh, back in Morgan Park High School. I went to Morgan Park from '99 to '03, so we met around, you know, about '99 and going into my sophomore year is when I mean I, I fell in love with Rock. You know, I mean this guy. You know, my freshman year, I was at I was one of those guys that Gil talk about him just changing over. I was at the end of the bench. As a matter of fact, I should have been sitting on the floor. I was, I was so far off the bench. You know? um, and you know, you know, and the coaches there, you know, they just didn't have the belief in me. They was bringing in all these top guys, you know, and things of that nature, recruiting around the city. And um, you know, Rock just, you know, seemed to, you know, spark the interest in me. And uh, I started working out with Rock um, from, you know, my sophomore year all, all throughout the rest of high school. And uh, just, you know, before you know it, you know, um, my my senior year uh, in the Sun Times, you can look this up uh, after being from, you know, the last guy on the bench, you know, about time my senior year got there, and sometimes I was the number two shooting guard in the city of Chicago behind Shannon Brown, which is in the NBA now, you know. So uh, I'm just, you know, the, the, you know, we used to get up every single morning, every single morning me and Rocky to get up and just work on my game, and he had me running and doing things of that nature. And uh, uh, I also helped him out with, you know, him and his wife's catering business and, you know, and that's just another thing, you know, he did for a lot of young young guys, you know. You know, if we needed some money, you know, he wasn't just going to give us money, but he'll he'll provide a way for us in order to get money, you know. Uh, wow. And, you know, yeah. just, you know, with him and, him and his wife, I mean, I just, I don't know no other two people in the world uh, that literally gave their lives for, life, for, for young folks, you know. Um, Keith, I really do appreciate this, this, um, uh, you hosted on air and everything. This is wonderful, but for the the likes of Rock, I mean, this guy literally should be on a show like Oprah. I mean, this guy is something. He is, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, major. He is major. He's one of those guys. He's on that pedestal of you know, just not just being a coach, but just as a man. And uh, for his his wife to to literally you know, you know, put up with this guy basketball after basketball after basketball. You know, it just you know, it's just unbelievable. So I'm just so you know humbled and blessed to even be on this call, to even have met Rock, uh, and Rock is the, is the reason for so many things in my life. Uh, it, I would not have been a top player in Chicago. I wouldn't have been all city, all state. Uh, I would not have went to college. He walked me into Coach's Jimmy Collins' office uh, when I came out of high school, and that is the, he is the sole reason for me actually going to college. Uh, I would have never been able to go to college if it was not for basketball. Uh, and also, he's also the sole reason for me even playing ball professionally overseas in Germany. He um, he knew a guy. Well, he coached a guy by the name of Robert Shepard. Uh, and Robert Shepard was actually uh, the coach over in Germany. And uh, he came back and 
I got a chance to work out for him with Rock. Rock took me up there to the Y and um, worked out with him. And uh, me and another guy by the name of Jonathan Bird actually flew out to Germany, and we was able to uh, uh, play overseas, which is a dream come true for me. You know, uh, and I just I just thank Rock from the bottom of my heart. My life is literally, you know, the way it is because of Rock. You know, I, I, I you know, gotten older and became a teacher and you know, uh, a dad, and you know, and everything that he's instilled in me, you know, I'm instilling, you know, in, in my students and things of that nature. So I just, I really do appreciate uh, Robert Rocky more. Um, I, I just love him so much. Okay. Thanks, uh, Calvin. Go ahead, Rocky. Go ahead, make a comment. No, I ain't got no comment. I, hey, he's doing <laughs> great. He's doing real great. And uh, Beautiful. And and everything. I'm glad to hear from him. I hadn't seen him in a week or two. <laughs> nice going, Calvin. Okay. He's also one of those guys that had that had the same phone number since maybe the the fifties. I mean, I know that phone number from any seven seven three three seven five seven seven three seven. I mean, it does not change. If I was to ever lose his his cell phone number, I know to call that number. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Kevin, thanks for yeah. let, me, let, me, let me ask you. Let, let, let me ask you, Kevin. What share, share with, uh, give us give us a highlight. Give us uh, one of those one of those moments. You know that you just uh, you know you know what I'm talking about. If, if, if you can come up mm. with one, I'm sure you can. Uh, it's so many, um, but just I mean, just really everything Rock has done. Uh, you know, from I, I, I mean, it could be you know recently as well. You know, my sister was it got really really sick. Um, just this past year, well, last year in 2014, and uh, you know, and Rock, the things he don't have, you don't have to do, but him and his wife, they showed up to the hospital, and you know, I mean, just it's just unbelievable, you know, because just things that he did not have to do, just as a person. That's why I say it's not just about the basketball. Uh, this guy is an amazing human being. Him and his wife, just amazing, amazing people. I love them to death. I mean, these are literally, I call, you know, Miss Rocky Moore mom. You know, these are like my parents, you know. And, uh, you know, um, when my mom passed away back in um, um, 04, um, my mom just asked, you know, him and his wife to look after us. You know, look after me and my little brother, my little brother Sam Robinson. That's another huge thing, you know. My brother used to be sitting on the couch just not really doing too much. You know, he was gaining a lot of weight at the time. And then one day, Rock just told me, he said, hey, tell your brother to, to hop in the van with us and go with us, you know. And uh, he hopped in. And from that point forward, you know, that, that, that connection was, was drawn. And now, you know, uh, my brother, you know, is, is pretty much in the same shoes I was when I first met Rock. And, you know, not only that, my brother has introduced his friends to Rock, you know. So everybody just wants, we want to introduce their they friends and their family uh, to the Rocky more. So, it's just so many. So I it's just you know, I can't even name how many times Rock and his wife has uh has come through and I love them so much and I really do appreciate uh actually being on this on this show today. Thank you so much, Rock. I love you. Okay. Take it easy, Calvin. It's good here. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Brother Take care. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you, Pete. Okay, we're gonna keep it rolling. Now, now this this is the brother I I mentioned earlier, uh, back in nineteen sixty nine in seventh grade, uh coming to school, and I'm like, who is this rock? Who is this rock? And, and, and man, you know, you know, Anthony was a tough brother back then, and, and you just seem to have this brother, you know, you really, you, you really, I mean, I had to come out here to that YMCC you were. We're going we're gonna to bring on Brother Anthony Thomas. Brother Anthony, are you there, man? 
You see when you go to a church, you see all these people who are like 10 people who are Volkswagen and stuff? You had a country that's far wide, a station wagon. Can you see 13 six-footers piled in the back of a car, man? And I mean, going wherever it was a basketball game, that's where we was at. And I mean, it wasn't just, I mean, rock, rock way of life where we grew up under rock and everything, man. Really talk to you about how to really deal with life. Because, see, I wouldn't need to get along with, you see. You know. And, but, uh, and, and, and he called me, man. Yeah, if he called me, because I'm even be honest with you, I mean, if, if it wasn't for right, I couldn't tell you where I might have been today. I might not have been here. I might have been there. Who knows? You know, it's not that I was that violent that I was out there doing all wrong. You know, I just had a problem with authority. Simple as that. You know, and then we didn't hurt nobody, but with rocking them, he taught you the really ways of life, blending into the baseball. Man, we had jobs. Rock was on that rock winner. He knew people. And we had to see our old jobs in the summertime. We had to keep a certain grade when we was going to school to get to see our old jobs and everything. We had summer jobs. We had paper jobs if we needed to go anywhere. We sold cookies, candy. You know, uh, we collect papers, had paper jobs. I mean, this is all part of what you got to do in life to survive. If you need and you ain't got the money, it must be a real and a real, and you ain't got to hurt nobody to go get it. Just use your head. <laughs> you know. well, brother Anthony, but, uh, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you was able to get the call in, man. I'm, I'm really glad to uh, Oh, man, I mean, I mean, I wish, man, it's just, man, I mean, if I was a rich man, we'd have a monument of it, man, and open up the door. <laughs> And it would be Rockamore's place, okay? And Bab, Bab is the mom. She heard, she ran everything as and Rockamore, okay? So let's not forget Bab. See, the Bab had to put up with us. She fed us and everything. When you got home, you gonna see Beverly. Okay? <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they were your, 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 uh, your parents when you weren't with your parents. And see, my mom brought up four roughneck kids by herself. So to get rid of one was a blessing. And know he was all right was a blessing. I hear you. I hear you, brother. Mm-hmm. Man, brother, actually, with, uh, thanks again, man. I tell you, when I, like I say, when I, I got your number, man, when I come back in the shower, we come up. Matter of fact, I, uh, I, we got a few hookups to do, actually, including the Rockamores also. But uh, thanks for calling in, brother, Anthony. Hey, no problem, man. I don't mind time traveling, man. Shoot, them the good old times, man. Shoot, I don't know what to say about this generation today, boy. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you give me any rock, love, and peace, man. Uh, give love, my love, to Bev, and y'all take care. Okay, okay take care, brother. Man. Y'all have a good evening. Uh, mm. Yeah, Anthony Thanks. was all. Anthony said he, he, he said he wasn't uh, easy to get along with, but I tell you, I, I have nothing. He was always, I mean, he was capable, and he had the size to be a bully. You know what I mean? Well, and, uh, but he, well, one but, but thing about Anthony, he would, he, he wasn't lying about that. You know, and every time I see him, I'm lucky to see him working. Whatever he's doing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna keep it rolling. We have uh, brother Alan Hunt. 
We're going to get him on here. There we go. Brother Adam, are you with us? Hey, how you doing, man? What's happening? <laughs> Hello. Hey, Rock. Hey, Al. How you doing, man? All right, man. All right. That's good. That's good. Mm. What's yeah. going on, guys? Uh, nothing too much but you. Yeah. Who's yeah, the commentator? Good. Who's the commentator I'm, on there? Um, wait a minute. Now. I have to get better. What's your name, man? Keith Bledsoe. Keith Bledsoe. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Hey, Keith. How you doing? What's happening? What's Hello? happening? All right. No. I'm here. Can you can you hear me? Yeah, this is Keith Bledsoe. Great. I'm sorry. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm just calling in, you know, for Rock. Uh, Rock saved my life, too, man. Hey. I met Rock when I was about eight or nine years old. Um, I happened to um, go up to Jackson Park one day and play basketball with a guy named Rodney Weatherly, and uh, I did terrible. He said, you need to learn how to play basketball. And I said, how am I going to learn how to play basketball? He said, I'm going to take you to a man that can teach you how to play basketball. And uh, the next day, we went up to South Shore YMCA, and he introduced me to uh, Robert Rockymore. And I have to say that I was, out of my 59 years uh, of being alive, um, that was probably one of the better things that has happened to me in my life. And and, and Rock has um, been a mentor, a father, uh, uh, everything to me because uh, um, my father died when I was real young and I grew up with, you know, with, a, with my mom. My mom raised me, just me and my mom. And uh, uh, I needed uh, I, I needed a male figure really in my life. And when Rock came in at the time, um, it was very important for me. It was very important because um, it was either Robert Rockymore or the Blackstone Rangers because at that time they were recruiting too. And um, and and I just started playing boss. I came up there and I was like the last man on his team. Rock used to have me running layups and it just taught me the game from the ground up where a lot of the other guys like Bucky and Rodney and a lot of the guys that I grew up with, Sam McFarland, they were more advanced, but he talked. He knew I, I was. Rock has always been the type of person. You don't have to be the best ball player. If you want to play, he's gonna teach you the game. I think he liked guys that don't really know the game, so he can teach you the game from the ground up, and that's what he did with me. He taught me the game from the ground up, and um, it just it just opened up a lot of doors, you know. Through Rock, I learned how to go to parties, I and mean, we used to give parties to raise money. And he had the girls come, so then not only did I learn how to play ball, I learned how to step, learned how to dance. And then he make us walk the girls home after the party. <laughs> Why? Wow, wow, right? right. So then we got a chance to talk to the girls too, because a lot of them lived in the South so neighborhood. Rock controlled. I grew up on 71st, right off of Stony Island. Rock controlled everything from Cottage Grove all the way to, I guess, where the train tracks is on um, on, on, the, on exchange, from from like 67th all the way to maybe 80, in the 80s. And and what he did was he exposed a lot of young boys that, that, you know, that wanted to do some things, and we were able to go into different neighborhoods and play ball and meet girls. And, and uh, I mean, you know, he just opened up a lot of doors for me. Because through rock, I started really feeling good about myself. Because at the time, I'm like five, six, five, seven. I think, you know, 
Anthony was like six two. You know, he. <laughs> and let me tell you something about Anthony. Anthony was a ball buster. He Anthony was definitely you know a non non. Can I say a bullshit guy? I mean, Anthony definitely was you know he 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 he, he was a strong arm type guy. Six two. He would out jump guys six eight to get the ball. But through Rock also, um, he gave me an experience about prison. I can say the one time I've ever been to a prison, Rock took me to a prison. Wow. He took some He took some guy. He took us to, I think we went to Joliet, and we walked around, and, and we saw all those cells lined up, and I told Rock, <laughs> I, I ain't never going back. You know, <laughs> they were screaming out at us, hey, come here. You know, it was like one of those scared straight type things. Yeah, and um, yeah. I, I just really had a chance to go into prison and to come out. And there, at one time, one of the guys that played with us had went to uh, uh, some type of uh, um, juvenile type prison far away, St. Charles. And Rock drove us down there. Rock drove us down there. So we had a chance to see the criminal system from the aspect of going in and then being able to leave out the same night. So, you know, some people make that right. So they gave us a chance to, to go and come. And um, and then with me, um, uh, I had a chance to play ball. Rock taught me the game. He taught me the game from the ground up, and I had a chance to. I went to a couple of high schools and played, CBS, they had uh, Kenwood. And we saw Rock had all the guys in South Shore, and I just enjoyed be, you know, going against the guys, he'd always say, see, we're going to beat you. Because you could have went to South Shore and been with the rest of the guys. I said, no, you got too many little guys. All the little guys going to, to South Shore, I knew I had to go somewhere else and play. But, um, you know, I wound up getting scholarships to college and uh, all through rock playing all around the country. And and uh, and, and this is all because of rock. And, um, and you know, and, and I wound up getting my degree uh in 1978, and it just was just a good feeling, you know. When I see rock, I see nothing but love, you know. What I mean, um, and I try to pass it on to my kids. I'm very active with my kids and my grand with my grandkids, and, and just kids. Period. I like kids for the simple fact that somebody took the time to be with me and, and, and wow, spend time with me. Right, and Beverly too, and, and Bev, you know, like like Anthony said, because I, I came on with Anthony was talking. Uh, uh, just going through Rock's house and sometimes not really having nothing to eat and, you know, be able to feed us. And she put up with us. I mean, she had her own, you know, they had their own family. I mean, you know, but they still put up with us. And, and it just meant a lot. Um, I, I went through some changes in my life before I could really get myself together. And, um, and, what if, and I was really having a bad time in my life. I went through a bad marriage and started drinking and drugging. And I saw a guy, and he showed me a tape that they had up in South Shore YMCA, and it showed Gino, I think Gino and Josh Smith and them had gave a little testimonial to Robert Rocky Moore. And I, because I had moved away to the north side, and I was really ashamed of how, you know, how my life had kind of turned. And when that hit me, yeah. seeing them talking about Rocky, seeing all the people that I grew up with, and, and, and you know, I said, I need to get back. With them, those are my people. You know what I mean? I ain't alone out here, and I don't know what everybody else is going through, but I was going through some problems. 
And to see that tape of Gino and them honoring Rock and, and the YMCA where we grew up as kids, I wound up moving back to the South Side and wound up, you know, going and getting myself into a program and, and getting my life back in order, getting up off the ground and getting myself back in order. And um, and then I now I'm involved with the comments fundraisers and doing things and and, and 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 I haven't looked back, you know what I mean? And see sometimes yeah. staying away from people that love you and that you grew up with is the worst thing you can do. You can't isolate yourself. We need each other. And um yeah, when I saw rocking them I, yeah, when I when I saw rocking them, I said, Okay, I know what I gotta do. You know what I mean? I gotta start, get off this pity pot and get my you know, get my life in order and get back in line and just get back with, you know, with people that care about you. And and, and since then we've been doing things. We've been, you know, with uh, having parties and we've been having picnics and the comments is alive and well. Even years, I mean, that, that was in the 60s when we were together, but we're back alive now, man. You know, and, and we got kids now who wear comments T-shirts and, and Rock is still with the kids. He's not going to double give up on the kids. I said, Rock, pull out, man. He's like, no, man. These kids are, you know, rock. This is Rock's calling, you know, and and that's what he's gonna do until you know he can't do it no more. And I'm just, I'm proud. I'm always gonna be one of Rock's boys. I grew up as one of Rock's boys. So Keith, I'm just glad, you know, that you, you know, letting us do this testimony uh, for for Rock, you know, because he he's he's a great man, you know. We all Absolutely. strive. We all strive to be good men, but Rock is a great man. And uh, we ain't kissing his butt. And he used to beat us too. Wait, let me get this out the way before I leave. He used to beat us with paddles. Today he would be going to jail. <laughs> Today he would be. I work for the county right now. Today he would be going to jail for some of the stuff he doing. I look at them reports. He hit me with a paddle. He hit me with a belt. He pushed me. Man, you see that like that cop that threw those girls down? Man, Rock used to beat us down, man. Make us go to school. Kick us. Stop his his car and put us out on Anthony Sink. We'd be 15 people in that little station wagon, and you say something wrong or you cuss or you do something, Rock and say, get out. he make you walk on the west side. He you, you ain't got no money. You know, but he just taught us, like Anthony, like Anthony was just saying, man, you know, he, you know, disciplined, and, and, and we fear Rock. To me, I thought Rock was the Rock was my height, but I thought, well, he's my height now, but I'm saying when we was kids, I thought Rock was like, what, 6'8". You know, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, man, he just was like, a, you know, he was bigger than life. If Rock said run through that damn wall, I would run through that wall three, four times. I'd break the phone out. But if Rock said do it, I would do it because, you know, for one thing, he ain't never let us run. And we had jobs. We had YMCA jobs. I mean, why? In white NYC jobs, you know, and that's how we we had some of the best uniforms. And he just, I mean, it was just all about going to school and and following rock. And today, these kids, a lot of kids, they need somebody to follow. You know, rock is a living legend, and um, in his own time, man. Brother, brother, uh, hon, man, I, I appreciate you calling in and sharing these stories, man. These everybody has had some in-depth, really heartfelt comments, man, and that, that, that's what I was hoping. I mean, uh, this this is great. I'm, I'm I'm really enjoying these stories, and I I just, I just hope Rock is letting all this marinate, let him let his heart absorb all this, 
and uh, understanding that, uh, I mean, there's a lot of brothers here who will kill a dead fly over him, okay? Yes. I heard that, I heard, I met a guy, well, I know him for a long time. His name is Greg Jones. I saw him last Saturday at a party, and he told me that they they have a movie in the works that they're supposed to be doing for rock. This guy is Greg Jones. He's, he's uh, you know, he's hooked up with this big uh, film producer. He went to Hertz. He played with the... Uh, Carl Henderson and uh, Josh Smith and, and them on their on, on their championship team, but he is, he told me that one thing he's trying to do is bring rock story to the screen. So I hope this brother is able to you know really pull it out, you know, because a lot of kids need to see this. Thank thank you, brother, for calling. I appreciate you, man. All right, all right, brother Rock. Keep on keeping on. Okay. All right, Rock, welcome, man. You're good. Okay, take All right, it easy, huh? Good hearing right. from you. All right. Okay, we're still rolling. Hey. The calls are coming in, and I see a couple of, uh, we're going to go with, uh, let's see, we'll take them in the order, but uh, we got this, we got this. Okay, we're going to go with Brother Brother Far is on the line with his brother. R.S. Far, <laughs> Far, are you with us? <laughs> hey, Far. How you doing, family? I'm doing <laughs> Okay. okay. That's all I can say. The comics is a family, man. Um, mm. I, I've been hearing some of the stories, and, man, uh, it, it just almost brings tears to your eyes, man, because Rock is such of a legend toward young people. It's not one person that came through that door that Rock turned down. Mentored, and, uh, man, he tried to give his love to everybody, man, to everybody. And uh, I came... I came into to the South Shore area and I, I didn't know anybody. And uh they had the comic they had the thing at the wire what we call uh I, I think it was uh <laughs> excuse me, the bitty program the the where we all meet together on Saturdays, we we uh play in tournaments and what Rock did was it was so interesting. He had the bitty team and he had the senior team. And the senior team he let them they coached all the junior teams. So he kept us as a family. It, it was so tripped out. The big ones taught the little ones. And to this day, I heard a young man say, we go through the door for rock, we go through the door. If he said move, we move. Practice was not easy under no circumstances with rock. He didn't discriminate against anybody. He loved us all. He treated us all equal. And, uh, man, I, I can't say enough about him. him and, and, and it's a two-sided story to this, too, because it's not just rock. When you get older, you learn that Bear played a very important role, man. His Absolutely. wife. Absolutely. And she we played a we very hear. important role in it. And so this day, man, I'm, I'm every time, like, you, like some people say, I want to celebrate him while he's here. I don't want to moan him when he's gone and all that. I believe in celebrating people while they're here, and that's for him and his wife because they have nothing, they're nothing to me but a mother and father. And I say that again. Even with me now, I'm 60 years old, man. Rockton, I have two boys. He coached my two boys. His wife wow. helped my daughter. His wife helped my daughter in her wedding. Wow. They know all my grandkids. Wow. So hey, man, we still we're a large family. I don't have anything but love for them. I talk to them. I, I try and keep up with them every other week or so, you know, because they've gotten of age. 
And I, I just want to show them my appreciation and my love that they gave me, man. To this day, Rock taught us how to win. We didn't know nothing but win. And right now, even on my job today, I'm still competitive. I still got that edge. And I'll keep it as long as I live because, hey, I was taught, hey, man, hey, work as hard as you can, and you'll be rewarded. And that's all he wanted from all of us. Every summer yep. we had jobs, NYC, shit. We, we did it. We did it, man. We'd be in the park cleaning up. Whatever Rock wanted us to do, we do. And we have some of that. Like I said, for us to be an outside organization, basketball team, we had warm-ups. Colleges had warm-ups. We had some of the best uniforms you could have. And if you ever went to this this guy's basement, he had nothing but trophies in there from us winning, man. His his whole house was full of trophies. And wow. the part that I remember, the part that I remember most, I never will forget. It was about eight of us. We all. I don't know if anybody told this story about the station wagon. It <laughs> <laughs> was about ten of us in a station yeah. wagon, man, yeah. and going to the west side to play Sears Y to play ball. And I never will forget. We got through with the game, and everybody was hungry. Rock had ten dollars, and we went to we went to McDonald's. Ten people, ten or twelve people. We were splitting burgers. We didn't have about six or seven burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I never forget that. I laugh about that now, man. But uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to stay long. But man, I love those guys, man. And I'm not just saying rock. I love his wife. I love his family, man. We're family. His daughter, his son. Uh, we're still family. And uh, I would do anything. If, when, if I hear that, when I look at that phone and it ring and it's rock a bell, hey, I'm on it. Whatever I'm doing, it stops. That's how important they are in my life. And I just want to say, man, I, lo- I love y'all. <laughs> I love it in the day. Hey, man, and, I, hey, and, I, and I'm glad that you're doing this because mm-hmm. we've all talked about Rock is one of the greatest coaches and mentors on the south side of Chicago or maybe in Chicago. But he needs that recognition, man. He needs it. Yes. Well, because yes. let me tell you something. That guy will give you anything that he got. They'll give you. Anyway, thanks for doing this, man. I, I appreciate it. And I love you, Rock. Bear. Okay, Far. Thanks. All okay, right. brother. Thank Bye. you Thanks again, man. Peace. All right, now. Peace. All right. Bye now. Brother Rock, brother Rock I think you, you're going to break you're gonna break the record for callers, man. I tell you, they keep on going. We're going to write We're going to bring on Brother Albert Jones. Uh, soon as this, there we go. Brother Albert, are you with us? Yeah, I'm still. I'm like, hundred, hundred, hundred. Fox said everything I was gonna say. I'm like, but I, I still love rock. I take my shirt. He get the shirt off his back. But I'm like, I can't even find the words to say everything now because hundred five just said everything I want to try to say. But I still rock. Rock would, rock would do anything. But I tell you what, one thing, rock will hit you with that pedal though. I think I was the only one that was getting. I was the only one getting whooped most of the time out of everybody else though. <laughs> So Rock, I feel how you feel, Rock. I love you, man. Okay, Al. I can't find much bro. words to say now because Hunt and Fox just not said everything now. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> said everything. Yep, it's good to hear from you, Al. No problem. Good Absolutely. to hear from you, Rock, man. I'm glad. I'm glad. 
this this thing came up, man, because I'm like, I hope what uh, Greg come out with that movie something for you though. That would be real nice. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, okay right. Yeah. You have a nice evening, then. Okay, thank you. Okay, and thank, care, and thank you too, Keith. Thanks, Keith. Yes, I appreciate you, man. All right, Take brother. care, brother. Steve. All, All right. right. Okay, now we have a couple of more. I didn't. I don't have the uh, cross reference for the name, but that's okay because we're going to bring them on as soon as, uh, okay, we're going to bring in the last four digits of 3943. Uh, so we're going to bring in, like, a 3943, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. How you doing? Yes, hey, Rock, how you doing? How are you? All right. This is uh, Sam Robinson. How you doing, um, Keith? Okay, Sam. What's happening, brother? <laughs> Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Appreciate hey. you for having me. Okay. How you doing, Rock? I'm doing fine, Sam. I'm doing oh, fine. Rock, rock, rock was man, like words, words don't even describe. You know what I mean the the impact that Rock has had on my life. Like there's no way in the world I would be anywhere near the man I am today without Rock. Period. Um, I know I may not be as old as old as some of the other guys that called in. I'm only 28. I believe my brother did call in earlier today, Kevin. Just, uh, yeah. The the like rock rock just I don't know man he just took us in like it was never a question it was never like there there at no point in time did I ever feel like I needed to ask rock can I come you know you know it was more so of the issue like why aren't you coming with rock you know and it is mm-hmm. it's, it's rare that we have people you know what I mean who are just so so selfless rock, rock never asked me for anything in return other than for me to work hard and like that's. I mean, growing growing up, you mean growing up in my which I did. You mean losing my mother, losing my mother young. You mean my father not really being in my life when I was growing up. Like that was real big for me because you mean without Rock, I wouldn't have been exposed to to the other options that I could. You mean could have in life. You mean for me, the only option was you mean what I saw on the streets. You mean I saw saw my guys. I mean I saw a lot of my guys. You mean go that route and get into the streets. You mean but going around with Rock and meeting and seeing some of the the older players and just seeing just seeing just seeing the houses that they lived in was amazing to me, you know what I mean, because to me, I grew up, I mean, we had to live in hotels and stay at my grandparents' house for a while, so that, like, go and see people houses who, you I mean, came from the same neighborhood that I came from, from, you know I mean, to play for the man that I'm currently playing for, you know I mean, it, it opened my eyes and let me know that I could do it, you know, and, and that's something that, like, I'll, I'll ever, I'll forever be indebted to rock. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, well, see, when I met, right. met him, he was a little fat, chubby kid. <laughs> and you ought to see him now. <laughs> he, he, he He's about 6'5 and nothing but muscles. Wow. And he works out every day. That's good. And he stay out of trouble. He, he went to four years of college. Now he's teaching. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, and I, I wouldn't. And it's, 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 to me, it's actually just, it's, it's kind of funny and ironic to me that I'm in education. You know, like when I transferred, I did, um, I did two years at a junior college in Milwaukee, and Rocky, Miss Rocky, were the ones who took me out there, moving me in at three o'clock in the morning. Like we had to, um, the guy who was my roommate at the time, like he got the keys before I got the keys, but he stayed in Zion, so we had to leave. We left Chicago maybe at like eleven o'clock at night. Had to stop in Zion around 12 and then continue to Milwaukee. And Rocky is at this time maybe, what, late 60s, and he's helping me move up my furniture, you know what I mean, up three flights of stairs 
at two, three o'clock in the morning. You know, wow. Like, like he didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like that's. You know I mean it's it's, it's it's moments like that. You know what I mean? Where like. You, you, I mean, as you get older, you realize exactly how big that is. You know what I mean, for for him to take his time to drive two hours all the way to Milwaukee at three o'clock in the morning, and then he drove back that night. I mean, him and Miss Rocky Moore both drove back that night. Like that's this time now. I'm sitting looking at people like, Nah, man, you won't have to spend a night. I'll drop you off in the morning. You know what I mean, so I couldn't imagine you know what I mean doing something like that. You know what I mean, like I said, and it's and when I transferred after junior college, the lady's like, well, what, like, what do you like doing? Like, having worked with Rock, you mean, I've always done, like, summer camps. You mean, like, he always had me in jobs with kids. So I'm like, I don't know. I like working with kids. And the lady is like, you'll make a great teacher. But, I mean, I'm still teaching six years later. You mean, after I graduate, I'm still teaching. And it's, it's, I wouldn't have even had this opportunity or even begin to think about it without Rock. I mean, without having this Rocky more like that, was like, that's my mother and my father. I mean, and they'll forever be that. Well, wow. that's that's deep, man. That's uh, I, I I can feel the love, man. I can just it's, it's just swirling around here. It's, uh, I I know that Rock can feel it, and that's what I want him to just let just marinate. I just want him to, but and, and uh, Miss Beverly Rockamore. We're gonna hear from Miss Rockamore also, uh, shortly. But uh, brother uh, Sam, share, share with us share with us one of them golden moments, man. One of them one of them proud moments that you uh, that you can recall. I want to, I guess I guess if you want to say honestly one of the proudest moments for me is um when I graduated with my master's degree um a couple of years ago like I I'm not a real I'm not real big into like celebrations and attention like I really don't like it and I was really considering not um participating in the graduation and I have um I have three younger sisters whose life I'm actively involved in and I'm like the only way I'm going is if they go and Miss Rocky Moore and them go and it was um it's a picture that I have where it's me Rock Miss Rocky Moore and my three little sisters and that's one of the greatest pitches to me. I mean that that has nothing to do with basketball. That has that has everything wow. to do. You mean to do with just the the person in which he's helped me become. You mean like there there's no way in the world I reach that goal. You mean to be able to be that example for my younger sisters and be able to show Rock and Miss Rocky Moore the man in which I've become. I mean because I'm pretty sure Miss Rocky Moore tell you, Rock could tell you like I was my mother's biggest concern. You mean when she passed away. You know what I mean? And to 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 like for me to like really look back and kind of reflect on that and see the man that I am today like. None of this happens without either one of them in my life. Wow, wow, that's that's, that's beautiful, man. This is this is deep. I am uh, yeah, so glad you called in. I appreciate it. I appreciate you for having me. And it just shows the show how 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 much difference mentoring would make, and it shows these days with how our kids are going, the lack of mentoring that's taken on place taking place today, unfortunately. But uh, this is living proof of what the difference that can make. And your story is just a, another one of all of so far tonight that we've heard that shows how much difference, you know, uh, you know, a positive black, strong black man can make in a in a in a, in a, black, in a, in a young black kid, you know, or anybody. Definitely. I mean, just rock. I love you, man. Just rock okay, you, I love man. you too. All right, brother Sam. Thanks a lot, brother. Thank we can take me. care, man. Appreciate you calling. You're welcome, man. Appreciate it. Okay, we have another call here. We have uh, don't have a cross reference, but that don't matter because we're gonna bring them on anyway. Uh, we're gonna bring on the last four digits of eight one three nine. Eight one three nine. Are you with us? Eight one three nine. Are you with us? I hear something back there going on. <laughs> uh, last four digits say eight. Okay, one three nine just dropped out. Uh, well, I tell you what, call back and we'll get you right on. No problem. Uh, right now, I think everybody has uh, 
quickly I can go into uh I wanted to say that uh a couple of the brothers mentioned about you know you you being of a magnitude of what what you've done throughout the years is uh worthy of a show like Oprah and I agree and I also believe that uh in New York you know they had uh uh Holcomb Rucker was a, a, a legendary guy out there, you know, Rucker Park in New York where Abdul Jabbar, Dr. J, Connie Hawkins, and Pee Wee Kirkland, and some of those guys, uh, many guys came through that park. And uh, I think that you are just as worthy in Chicago to have a basketball court. I'd love to see a Robert Rock, Rocky Moore basketball court on the south side of Chicago. <laughs> I'd also like to see, I'd also like to see that gym on 71st, and uh, off Jeffrey at the YMCA, renamed the Robert Rock Rocky Moore Gymnasium. Uh, those those are two <laughs> little things that I believe that, that that's workable. I'm serious because uh, when this show is over, I'm not done with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what would it take. Influencers need to be uh, uh, networked to to make something like that happen. So I I think you are if they have a working park in Harlem, New York, then we need a, a, a Robert uh, Rock Rocky Moore basketball court in Chicago. So I want to get that out there. And, uh, okay. Um, I, I know that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And no, I, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't know about this. His name is Dexter Santos. He plays, and uh, I haven't heard from him. Oh, my wife said he uh, knows. He sent something on Facebook. Oh, he said he sent something on Facebook. And, uh, and, I'm going to and, uh, try to... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Hello? You talk to who? Oh, go right ahead. Go right ahead. I'm looking for you. Okay, no, I, I hadn't heard from him. My wife said he called. He knows. And, and uh, Yeah, he uh, he knows. I, he, he was going to call in. He gave me his number that he was going to call in. And, but I haven't seen okay. yet. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get him in. I, he, he, sent, he did send me a message that he'd be calling from okay. a particular number that and I, I haven't seen right. it yet, but uh, we'll keep an eye out for it. But I'm going to read. Uh, hold on here. Where, where are we at? Uh, there were a couple of people who sent messages on Facebook, and I want you to hear what they had to say. Uh, I'm trying to get my my computer slowing down on me. I had it up there. Yeah, uh, we had a some comments from some of the.
47 years, they have fed, clothed, it's so many things they have done. Uh, people, guys have lived in a house, uh, slept on the floors. I mean, <laughs> that's, my mom has cooked and cooked and cooked some more. Uh, Calvin McFarlane, Red, Sean, Red, and Gene Mason are both sons number one. <laughs> when Mama can't do nothing with him, and to get him to be on time, she called Red. If she needs Gene to do something, she called Gene, no matter what. Gene talks to Mama every morning. I mean, uh, Sam and Kevin... That nobody else has had keys to the house but me and my brother, my mother, and father. Sammy Kevin, <laughs> out of all the guys, got keys to the house. And believe me, them grown, grown old men was really jealous. <laughs> but, I mean, I just want to say that I am so proud to be a part of it. Um, my dad, even in the, in the, every summer, we have our picnic that Saturday before Father's Day. And me and the guys was just talking, and they were saying how they had to carry guns. And I said, well, my dad didn't believe in guns. He had to carry the guns. And they said, that's because your dad and daddy was rocked. Everybody feared him. <laughs> and I just, you know, it's just amazing to hear um, all the guys. I can't even name them all. Far Allen. I mean, all of them, they, they really do love my dad and my mom. It, oh, yeah. It's nothing that oh, yeah. they do to them. Uh, it's nothing mm-hmm. that my, my mother has fussed the whole time, but she's always supported my dad. Them guys come over from making a full-course meal to sandwiches to packing lunches to going to the grocery store. I mean, she's <laughs> always done it all. Always. And the guys know now. They they still haven't found the best. They're all trying to find one, but that mode was broke. So I'm just so happy that you've done this for my dad. Uh, mm-hmm. It's some of the moments that I can think of that, I mean, there was laughter or um, it was the Blackstone Rangers. We lived in 51st and Ingleside, and somebody threw a rock through our window, and my dad was in Wisconsin. And he made it home in record time and worked the neighborhood. We were never touched. Nobody ever bothered mm. Rock's kids. Never. <clears throat> the guys to play basketball, if they knew he, that he played for Rock, nobody never touched him. It just didn't happen. And yep. like that, the little girl that got snatched up by the security guard, you wouldn't have to do that. All they had to do is say, I'm calling your mother. And that happened to yep. me. And my mother was tired of coming to school for me. She sent my father, and they never once, he never once had to come back up to school for me ever again. <laughs> he was the real police. And he snatched me up just like that girl got snatched up by the guard. Mm-hmm. So it's life lessons, and I'm just going to say, if I hadn't got them beatings, there's no telling where I would have been today. But I am who I am because my mother and my father, and easy being married to him for 47 years. <laughs> and Beautiful. I just love Beautiful. both of my parents, and I'm so glad that you mm-hmm. had this, this time to give to them. And I just, I'm so glad I called my mother. Like, you're not going to call my mama, what? 
uh, it's just so much to tell. You you couldn't have enough time in the day to just tell all the stories that all the guys have to say, and it's all true to life. Yes, so indeed. So that's all. That's all the I love my mama and I love my daddy. Okay. Well, I'm glad you called it and share that story and spread the love. I appreciate you calling me. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Take care. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Okay, we got a couple of more here, and uh, we got to make sure we definitely want to hear from Miss Beverly Rockamore also, but we're going to take a uh, caller at uh, last four digits, 9472. 9472, are you with us? I'm here. Hello. Who who, who we Hello, see? I'm who's, here. Who's, 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 Hello? Who's this? Yes, this yes, is we're Brandy. Here. We're here. Hi. Yeah, this is Brandy. These are my god kids. That's Brandy. Yeah, Rock is my godfather. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. Yes. I am calling on behalf of my father, and it was so good to hear so many people mention him today. I'm a Carter, and he has touched so many people's lives. He's coached my father to my brother to my kids. And it's just been so many generations that he has touched in my life personally. And I'm calling to say thank you. And all of the men that have called earlier are just a portion of the number of men that he's touched. I'm calling on behalf of my brother. He has gone to school on a basketball scholarship because of Rock as well. And he's at work right now, and I know if he could call, he would. Um so I'm just calling to say thank you on behalf of the men in my family that can't call right now. And he's just been a blessing to so many. So I won't keep everyone long. I know there are other callers. And that's all I want to say. Thank, thank you, Brandon. Go ahead, Rob. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, thanks, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you for calling, Brandon. Appreciate you. Mm. All right. Okay, we uh let's see, we'll go to track. I'm not sure if I had three nine four three. Let's see if we have three nine four three. I'm not sure if three nine four three, are you with us? Last four digits, three nine four three. Okay, we'll put them back on uh in the waiting room. Anybody uh trying to get back on? You need to press number one. Press the number one on your keypad. We'll get out see it and get there. Okay. What we'll do, uh, maybe this is a good time that we can take to, uh, I'd like to have uh, Miss Beverly Rockamore come on with us and uh, and I have a couple you know, questions for her. Hi, Keith. Hey, Miss Rockamore, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. This this turned out to be a beautiful event, and I'm so glad that everybody has put it. could not have been what it was without the callers who called in to open their hearts up. I appreciate that from everybody. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. so Very what, what, good. What, what, now, we, we all know, and it's been said, that this could not have been. Uh, uh, you are a large part of that success. And when, when did you uh, when did you kind of see this coming on? It's like, hey, what's, you know, uh, What's what's going on here? You know, with the 
all the basketball, all the printing and everything. When, when, when did you come upon your attention that this was going on, and, and, and how did you feel in the beginning of it? Oh, okay. I met Rock at a uh, club. It used to be on 69th and Stony called Coleman's Lounge. And a mutual friend introduced us. Well, before he introduced us, we had been dancing together all evening. So uh, he said, well, you want to ride home? And I said, my girlfriend. I said, well, my, you got to take my girlfriend, too. Because, <laughs> you know, you're scared to get in the car. So um, he took us home, and he asked, could he come back to see me again? And I said, sure. But I was a single mother with uh, two children. Uh, my son was three and my daughter was two. And uh, what drew me to Rock was that he just wasn't an average Joe who just wanted a girlfriend to, you know, do whatever. He was interested mm-hmm. in my children, too. And uh, he said, well, we can take the kids and do so-and-so, so-and-so with the kids. And I said, uh, okay, fine. And I told my mother, I said, this boy is all right. I said, he uh, he's interested in the kids. So uh, we started dating. And uh, usually we did things with the kids on Saturday during the day, and we partied Saturday night. And... Also, he had the basketball team. And so I I said, well, he really, you know, he's really sincere about what he wants to do. And one of the things that I learned early in life is that a marriage works when you work together. Mm -hmm. And you can't be so selfish that you want all of a person's attention. So... It helped me because he had his interests, and he never worried about what I did, my interests. You know, you do what you want to do. So that mm-hmm. was the way it went, and uh, it's still that way. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. still out there with the kids, and I still do what I want to do. And it, it works out very well for both of us. I don't say it's going to work that way for everybody, but it's a good start. You know, you got mm-hmm. to be able to work together, and you got to be able to. You just can't live life being jealous of what's. Well, I tell you what, Rock said to a friend of ours because his he would let I would I would go out with my girlfriends, and one girl's husband said, "Well, I don't see how you let her go like she goes." And he said, "Man, if I had to worry about what Beverly did when she wasn't with me, I don't need her." And I, I looked at him and I said, you absolutely yeah. right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's worked that way. You know, that's just the way it worked. That jealousy stuff just doesn't play a part. And mm-hmm. it's no good. Yeah. So that's, you know, you, he's a good man. He get on my nerves sometimes, a lot of times. <laughs> but he's a good man, and I, and I appreciate him. Well, how, how does it, how does, to, to hear, uh, if you've been able to listen to all that the callers in here, and to, to know that all this, uh, all this heartfelt emotion is coming toward not just uh, Mr. Uh, Rock, but to yourself, that that has to be 
a, a vibe that you can carry for quite a while with you, just thinking back on this day to hear all these accolades that are coming in your direction? It's re- very rewarding. But everybody that has something to say about me, I you know, like Far, Kevin, Sam, mm-hmm. Alan, all of them, you know, they knew, well, Kevin and Sam especially, they would come to the house, and they old now. <laughs> Not real old, but they I think Sam's 28 and Kevin's 30. And uh, they'll come over, and they say, Ma, I know I can always come here and find something to eat if it ain't nothing but a hot dog. And I appreciate that. My thing is you treat people the way you want to be treated. And since we only had two children, three actually, my two were not his natural children, and his son was not mm-hmm. my natural son. But mm-hmm. we had what well, my daughter had to say. She just loved her yeah. dad, and and, yeah. and and when she thinks I'm treating him wrong, she said, "Well, mom, you don't have to be that mean." <laughs> She'll tell me that in a minute. But uh, it's a matter of being uh, appreciating. What someone, because he didn't have to uh, marry me and help me raise those kids. He did not have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, you know, when Michael died, our son died when he was 28. And uh, I think Rock took it harder than I did. I really do. I think he took it harder than I did because mm-hmm. he just grieved so much because when you would see one, you would see the other, especially after he got older. Now, mm-hmm. Robbie was raised by his mother, and it's, and that's why I tell these girls, don't be trying to keep those kids from their fathers because as soon as they get grown, they're going to go find their dad. And that's what he did. Robbie came to us the year he graduated from high school. He came to us, and we can't get rid of him. He's here all the time. We can't get rid of him. He's here all the time. Mm. But I didn't raise him, but he knew that he had family here and that we loved him. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. And he's here. Beautiful story. He's here, too. Yeah, he's here, He's here. We need to get his voice on the line. Okay, hold on a minute. Hold on. This is this is historic here. We gotta have him on. Yeah. Hello. What's going on? How you doing, brother? Oh, I'm doing great. You know, I just want to. Uh, doing great. I'm feeling great. Great. I, I didn't I know just, you were there. I'm glad you're there because we want to get. We definitely want to get your voice on this on this on this recording here. Definitely. You know, I just enjoy just listening to all the uh, great accolades that they was giving my father and my mom. You know. Uh, it's just it's just something that uh, when you have a village, and how so many uh, kids today don't have that, and uh, you see that in Chicago a lot. Uh, and, and the thing is, we're, we're just an example of what you need to have to uh, be able to have kids come out and get, get older and become citizens and productive adults. You know, and, and my yes, my mom and my my dad is just. A great example of that, you know, and I just thank them, you know, like 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 she told you, uh, she she sit there and never 
uh, separated me, even when I was younger. We got mm-hmm. we got along just like a family. Uh, when her son was alive, I remember uh, we 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 were together just like I was like a you know like a son. We all we, I see Adrian as my uh, sister. I see my see Bev as my mom. When my mom passed, you know she just took me on in. And uh, when her son passed, you know I I I just think that we comfort one another from from those particular things that happened, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this at this particular time, uh, uh, some of the things that uh, I have attained and achieved, I'm in the ministry. I um, I'm a master teacher in the martial arts. Uh, just one of the highest. Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, the highest that you can achieve. You know, that's because when my father uh, that 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 achievement and that. Uh, what is that 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 kind of edge to be able to be great? I've seen that all my life. You know, I was raised in this type of environment, and uh, one thing I, uh, with my mom that has passed, one thing that she did not stop me from doing is getting to know my father. And it's a lot of young young males that are hurting because they don't know. Their father, and there's a lot of young females that are hurt because they don't know their uh, that, father. That's true. That is true. You know, undisputed truth. Right. Not about it. Wow, that, that, that these, these are great stories, man. It, and it just it just goes to show, like you say, the difference uh, uh, that it, a male mentoring does, and, and we just we we lack that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a serious lack of it, and it it, it made a right. difference when you look at. How you came up, and the other brothers who called came up, and what what we see today, you know. But mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Then, then the other thing is that we need to uh, not uh, overlook these type of mans that's out here today. To um, they need to be able to be honored. They need their stories need to be told. Uh, that the accolades need to come come in. You see, because today is really needed. Now, uh, with my father, just just to show you how this thing keeps on rolling, I myself have played a lot, of, had a lot of impact on young males, and uh, those young males have uh, went on and become successful in doing certain things themselves, and and also keeping myself uh, mm-hmm. focused and positive in doing things. You know, my, I, I think my be, father. Man. You know, I think my father. Uh, when I seen him here, it's just uh, a joy to see how this this has affected him today. You know, and my mom. You know what I'm saying? To see all yes, the sir. things that that they have uh, uh, been through and went through, and then to be uh, doing this for decades. You know. Consistently, some of these guys Indeed. still come over to the house and eat. You know. Well, I, I, well, I, I personally go can take it back to 1969, and that's you know that's uh, that's a little ways back. I, I personally, that's when I first uh, got wind of who Rock was because I kept hearing these these you know hard you know tough brothers coming back and just talking about him in such a respectful way. I had to go and find out who he was, and I did, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad I did. Great man. 
Great and I'm glad that you're having this because you have a lot of times you hear a lot of uh, stories that are traumatizing in Chicago, but you don't hear the stories of a great man like my father, been with his wife 47 exactly. years, uh, exactly. never uh, been to prison or been in the gang. My father never did any of those type of things, you know. He was a yes, positive sir. role model, a positive figure. Like you say, in New York, they got a Rutgers Park. Why don't they have a park or an institution for someone like my father who's been doing some things? I agree. And, and it's, a, it's another thing that they, don't, that, 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 that they didn't say. My father never got any government assistance. This is what they've been doing on their own, through their own, wow. um, uh, through, through their own uh, efforts. And, and it hasn't had just an effect on the community. It has had an effect in the city. So, so uh, I totally agree. And I haven't even I totally agree. And I haven't even said certain things that I have uh, uh, I've done uh, done with done with them myself. But the thing, the biggest thing is that he has been a pioneer, and he has been able to do this uh, within himself and within his own family, and has the support of the community and parents and everyone else. Yes, sir. I appreciate I appreciate you coming on, man, and, and sharing that with us, man. It, it, this, this has been a great uh, historic night. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, if anybody who missed the show, I'll, it, it's always in my archive. Anybody can go back and, and, and listen to it. So this is not the end of it. it it'll be there. Thank you, Brother Rob. Hello? Okay. Okay. Uh, are we going to have... Our next caller here, and I'm glad we got him on. We were just about to go into closing statements, but we have time. We have plenty of time for, for this brother here. We're going to bring around the brother, Carlos Santos. Brother Carlos, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Oh, uh, great. Good to hear from you, man. Good to hear your voice, always. Yeah, yeah. You see? Ooh, Say what now? Brother Carlos, Brother Carlos, you got the mic, man. Yes. Go ahead and open your heart up and let it flow. Oh, well, you know, this, this man, I hope, and all these, and, and I'm 54 now, and, and I hope in, in 54 yeah. years, if he doesn't know how important he's been in my life, then I haven't done a good job of expressing myself. You know, so I, I just want to say as far as, this recognition goes, it's just unbelievable um, to be able to say this and, and in terms of what Rock has meant to me, in terms of what he's, he's, uh, what he's instilled in me, in terms of my path and my journey to where I've been uh, and what I've been able to accomplish. And so, as, as I said in my text today, I will always be forever grateful for what he's done and what his wife has done and, and what he's meant. Uh, I think there's a lot of, um, and I'm sure some of the other some of the other guys that have that have spoken, uh, you know, feel the same way. Uh, I mean, obviously, growing up in Chicago, product of a single uh, parent household run by a woman, uh, you know, rock for me was was something that I needed uh, at that time. You know, I lost my father when I was very very young, so you know, I can you know remember many a times. Um, 
having to uh, uh, succumb to some of Rock's discipline. Well, you know, I you know I just needed redirecting. And you know, yes, it's like I said, man. It's, it's been a blessing uh, to have been uh, touched by him and and touched by Bev, so to speak. You know, obviously, every, you know, a lot of us had dreams of a plan in the NBA, but I think for me, it wasn't so much of of whether I got a chance to to take it to that level. I think he prepared me for life. Uh, he prepared me to have the type of competitive drive that I have, even with what I do today. Uh, he prepared me to be able to talk to some of the young men in the NFL today. You know, I have no problem now. When I when I see these guys coming into the league now, part of what gives me the the courage and gives me the insight to have discussion with these brothers is the fact that, hey, guess what? I'm a product of the same environment they came from. And, you know, so – and a lot of that comes from, you know, my – having been, you know, uh, affiliated with Rock and, and and his teachings, because I think it was more than just about basketball, man. It was about life. And, you know, there were some hard lessons that I had to learn as a young man, and, and some of them just happened to be, you know, just keeping me on the right path and keeping me focused. Uh, and I took a lot of those things with me to college, uh, and I took a lot of those things with me uh, when I worked in the various professional sports leagues. And so – you know, hey, I will forever be uh, grateful for my experience and in, in, in being involved with Rock and and being a part of the Comets Community Organization, man. Because you know, we don't have that today, and I think that's that's one of the one of the things I think that the youth of today uh, have not. You know, everybody gets caught up in whether or not they're wearing Nike shoes and this and that and what you're going to do for me. Well, here's a guy that did a lot for a lot of people, man. And, and and at the end of the day, it wasn't about shoe contracts and it wasn't about, you know, am I playing on an AAU team? You know, it was just the love that he had for the game of basketball and being able to teach young men how this game can pay dividends beyond the basketball court. So, you know, again, you know, yep. life lessons, but very impactful. Yes, sir. Give us one of those golden moments, man. Give us one of those golden moments. Man, you know, when you say golden moments to me, I'm just trying to remember because when I go back, I, I probably was exposed to rock when I was in getting out of eighth grade, maybe as a freshman. And so the golden moment for me was when he gave me the opportunity to go to a college preparatory school. I mean, I was going to, you know, South Shore at the time, and I met Rock in the summertime, and, and he offered me a chance to kind of come to a, a place to, to get an education that uh, was more focused more focused on me as a young adult. And I remember at the time uh, Rock had spoken to my mother because we didn't have, you know, we didn't have the funds to be able to go to a, a school like that. And I remember going to the school, and, and my first day there, um, it was an eye-opening experience for me uh, as a young man. And so, uh, you know, as I told my mother when I came home, I was like, Mom, I don't know if I really want to go to that school. And, you know, she sat me down and we talked about a lot of things and we talked about, you know, the importance of education. And, you know, so, you know, I, I look at things in a, in, a, in a very different context and I always have um, – and when I when I think about 
uh, growing up in Chicago and I think about what I have been exposed to, you know, even as a young man. And, uh, you know, the thing about rock, <laughs> I remember uh, rock, you know, rock, I'm pretty sure everybody else has said this, rock did not like to lose at all. And, you know, if if we lost a game and didn't take that loss serious, he was there to let us know that he didn't like losing. And so when you when you when you grow up um, in that type of environment, and you grow up with someone that takes competition seriously, I take that same attitude with my staff today. And it's not about whether or not we're winning or losing. I just want to make sure that when we're competing in the business world, that we're able to say that we're the best at what we do. So, Indeed. you know, all those little lessons, you know, come into play, man, all of them. You know, I don't – there are a lot of funny stories, but like I said, I was able to take take those lessons and use those as stepping stones in everything that I've done. Uh, and I was able to, you know, you know, take, take the experience that I had with Rock and uh, use those lessons in, in a way that has benefited me tremendously um, in, in my working career more so. Brother Rock, are you with us? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, yeah, I see you dropped out, but I got you back in there. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, Brother Carlos just sharing a, good one, a golden moment uh, that had to do with you uh, helping him get into a college, with a college preparatory school, Brother Carlos? Yes, yes. It was, it was a yeah. preparatory high school. You know, so, yeah, we're talking about you that. know, again, man, it, it's, you know, I mean, I, I um, you know, when I when I was thinking about this, and I was like, wow, you know, here's a guy. You have, you know, you have people that pay tributes to folks, and and you know, I, I saw your write up on the Rucker League, and and what I really would like to see, there needs to be something dedicated to rock that is permanent, that is lasting. I know. Yes, sir. Um, in my work today, you know, I'm affiliated with the, the National Association of Black Journalists, and I've talked to them. I've talked to a number of people, but there really should be something left that is tangible that can continue to give with what Rock has had, uh, with, with what Rock has established. Uh, because what I was saying earlier, on my earlier point, is that there's a lot of young men out there. You know, I hear, I read about what's happening in Chicago. And, um, you know, in terms of the violence, in terms of what's going on in the neighborhoods. And here was a guy that was doing things before it was even thought of that people could make that type of impact. And I, would, I really would like to see some type of uh, movement back to that type of effort, man, because you don't have adults that's interested in the lives of kids like that anymore. You know, everybody no. is out for themselves, and you just don't have it. And I think we're going to continue to have the problems that we have until the movement happens on the grassroots level. It's not about what somebody else can do for us. It's what we can do for ourselves. You know, and I think so many people yep, are looking yep. for handouts. You know, what can the government do for me? What can the city do for me? You know, and it, it, it has to happen from within the own, your, your own neighborhoods. It's not about what somebody else is going to do for you. Rock, you want to chime in and uh, have a comment behind that? No, he's covered pretty well. Yeah, yeah, right. Bell, got hard. Bell wants to have to say something. 
Dexter is definitely one of our success stories. Everybody that's called in has been. But Dexter came from, he pulled himself up by his bootstraps. And I, you know, I don't know what Okay. He doesn't, he's being very modest because he went to college, he went to Atlanta, and he was uh, the uh, public relations person for the baseball team. Then he became public relations for the uh, Atlanta Hawks. Okay. And it's just, you know, and he's one of those people, he never forgets us. I mean, he's like Eugene Mason. Like my daughter said, Gene calls me at least every day. Every morning on his way to work, he calls me to see how we're doing. And he's another success story. So it's just, you know, it's just so fulfilling that what we have done, with a little money and a lot of food that these young men have turned out as well as they have. Because I, I always tell people, if you fry some chicken and cook some spaghetti, they're going to eat. So, <laughs> But uh, I had to say something about Dexter because it's just amazing at what he is now, what he's achieved. You know, he's achieved a lot. He's definitely a good young man, so... But everybody else, I want to say thank you for mentioning me and thank you for calling and talking about your boy, Rock. So here he is again, Keith. Hold on. All right. Now. All right. <laughs> but I think the interesting thing there, I think the interesting thing is what Beverly talked about is really, you know, Rock gave us the ability to believe in ourselves. And, you know, that's hard for, for young men coming from an environment where, you know, I didn't have, until I went to college, I was the first guy in my family that went to college. I didn't have someone that gave me a roadmap. So his guidance at that time in my life was extremely important. Even when I did not know what I was doing except following his lead, it was extremely important because, like I said, it laid the foundation for everything that I'm doing right now. Wow. Yeah. Brother Carlos Santos. Texas yes. Carlos Santos, man. I so appreciate you taking the time to uh, show the love, man. Absolutely. Anytime, anytime. And, and Rock, you and Bev know whenever I come to Chicago, I know that the NFL draft is going to be there next year. Uh, we need to kind of do something a little bit special, maybe invite some more folks out. Uh, you know, so, you know, again, man, I can never, ever show you enough gratitude for what mm. you have done for me. And, you know, okay. as always, All anything right. you need, brother, you know, okay. let me know. You got it. All righty. All right, man. Love you. Okay. Then. Take care, brother Carlos. Peace. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got a got a few more. Rocky, are you all you all okay? You okay for a few more calls? We we got people just want to yeah. want to tell you how they feel, man. You okay for a little bit more? Then we'll start winding it down because I want before we leave, I want to make sure that we'll probably take a quick break. I want to give you a chance to think about a closing statement. I want to get a closing statement from Miss Lattimore and also yourself, and I also want to get a closing okay. statement from your, from your son. Okay, so we'll do all that. Right. I want to take a couple more calls. We, we we may not be able to go as long as we had before, but we are gonna make sure we get them in. We have a caller. Uh, okay. We, have, we actually have a 601 area code. Call with a 
one area code. Are you with? Yes, I am. I'm cheating a little bit, bless though. But uh, I was on the earlier this guild. I'm going to say something right quick. I'm not going to go. No problem. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. I appreciate. I appreciate everything everybody said. First thing is me and Dexter. You know, we kind of played together, and uh, we were talking a couple years ago. And I said, you know what? I'm a man now. I stand up the rock, but I ain't messing with Bev. Bev do whatever she wants. I like, just don't go along with. <laughs> but what I'm gonna say right now is I'm listening to everybody, and um, the thing that hits my mind is in the city of Chicago right now they don't have uh, elementary school sports. They because of budget things they eliminated the funding for the elementary school sports. So I'm thinking I'm just gonna throw this out, then I'm gonna get off the line. I'm thinking we should revive the Commerce League, name it the Robert Rockymore League, uh, service that that niche that's been voided by the city of Chicago public schools. There's enough of us that's grown men now that's professional that have come up through the ranks that can support this and based on what you did tonight, Bless. So we should be able to use this as a jump start, if you will, in order to get something moving in that direction. Now, I'm gonna get off and Rob, tell us how bad how bad that, that would mean to you to be able to move that league forward. Okay. I'm down with that, brother. Yeah. Sound real great. Thank you, Brother Gill. Brother Gill, mm. take care. Peace, man. Thanks for calling back. <laughs> All right. We have uh, mm. we have one more. Uh, we have a couple more people on. I, I, I see one caller I'm going to bring on. And uh, if anybody else wants to come on, make sure you hit that number Hit that number one. We're going to wind it down and make it our closing, take a break, get our closing statements, and we'll shut it down. But I believe uh, last four digits, 1371, are you with us? Yes. Okay, did you want to get back on? Yes, this is daughter Adrian. Okay, go go, go right ahead. You got you got the floor. You got the floor. I just wanna say it's just a joy. It really is a joy. I'm glad Gil called back. I'm so glad Dexter called. Uh, as my mother stated, Dexter is one of the it's so many success stories. Uh and they just love my parents, no matter what. All my mother has to do is pick up the phone because my father is yeah. And they pick up the phone. My mother picks up the phone, and whoever she calls, they will come running for whatever my mother asks or whatever she needs or if there's something wrong with my father. And I just appreciate that. It's not just Dexter or Gene or Far or Al. I mean, there's so many of them that the list goes on and on. So should there be a, a park or a basketball league or something, uh, my father deserves Absolutely. it. He is. Absolutely. Yes, he does. Who he is. Yes, sir. He is who he is. He deserves that. Uh, he's just a man. And to be almost 80, thank you, Jesus, uh, he has touched Many, many lives, many, many lives, and it's just a success story in itself. Can uh, and that wrote a book about it and told some things, his story, which I mean, it just takes on a life of itself. But just to be uh, the daughter uh, of my parents, both my mother and my father, because I know without my mom. He wouldn't have been able to do or be as successful as he was because, as my mother says, it takes two. And to feed all, I mean, we're talking thousands of kids that they have fed and clothed and helped 
My father's yes, been to yes, many of Audi, with his Audi home back then, in jail, in prison. And so just for him to put his hand out there, and as Dexter just stated so well, uh, we don't have that today. So I just wanted to say it again. I'm just so proud uh, both my mother and my father. Um, it's it's a, a marriage. It's a family. To death do us part. I love you all. Much respect to you. Much respect to you. Thank you. Take care. Appreciate Bye. your closing statement. That's beautiful. Bye. All righty. Okay. Uh, are you with me, Rob? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Okay, I think okay, nobody else has hit number one, so I'm going to – what I want to do, I'm going to I'm going to take a break and just play a short old school, and when I come back, I'll talk to uh, uh, Brother Ralph. I'll get a closing statement. We'll get a closing statement from Miss Beverly Latterboy, and we'll close mm-hmm. uh, the show with the man himself, a closing statement from Brother Robert Rock, Rocky Moore. Is that okay with you, Brother Rock? Okay. Okay, hold tight. Everybody hold on, and we'll be right back. I'll give you a chance to think about it, keep the statement together, and we'll come right back, and we'll close it out. Here we go. We'll be right back. Okay. And now we belong to 
the man with that big wide screen. I got to color this man father. Color him father. I'm gonna color him love. Color him love. I've got to color him father. Color him father. I believe I'll color this man love. Yes, we will color this man father. We will color him grandfather, brother, friend, mentor, and coach for so many, for over 50 years. And uh, we're going to close it out. We're going to get a closing statement for Brother Rob. Brother Rob, are you with me? Yes. Go ahead, Hello? brother, and open your heart up and let it open your heart up and let it flow. We're going to get a closing statement from you. Okay. All right. I, I really appreciate all the people that called in. You know, I didn't know people really cared that much. But now, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. No. I'm sorry. Rob, hold on one second. I'm, I'm, let me, I want to, let me, let me stop. I want you to close it out last. I'm sorry. I'm not even going to let me, let me okay. get, uh, let me get, uh, Isan, Rob, Junior. Okay, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I should have made that clear, but I want to make sure that, uh, I didn't want Rob, uh, Brother Rob close the show out and be, be, be our, our last thought. Okay. Hello? Yes, sir, brother. We want to make sure we want you to get on for one more uh, closing statement. We're about to close the show down, but I want to get a statement from yourself. I get one from Miss Beverly Rocky Moore, and I want to close it out with Brother Rock. So uh, you have oh, the floor, okay. and uh, just open your open your heart, and let your feelings flow for a couple of minutes, and we'll and we'll just we'll roll with you, man. You got it. Okay. You know, one thing that uh, I had that I was hearing uh, when I was listening to one of the callers. How the um, what is the elementary public schools pro, uh, sports program? They have stopped uh, having that for the kids in in, in Chicago, and that's a shame because my father, you know, and the things that he's done in in Chicago is just a, it's a city that sport and for, for for sports and for those kids not to be able. To uh, how those sports programs—that's what causes these kids to attend school. And it would be a beautiful thing if the comments could pick something up like that, uh, with, with city help or whatever it takes to have something like that to go on, and and and, and dedicate that to my father, and to all those who've been part of the comments, uh, whether it's for the, the whole year, or summer, or whatever. But that that's something that I that just slipped my mind, and I didn't I just didn't really realize how they have stopped that that type of uh, the sports program from going on. The other thing is is that I want to just give this slight highlight of what my my father and mother did for me. Uh, when I was in high school, I had a hard time in comprehending and being able to uh, get through school. So in my last year of high school, I never forget this. You know, you have to pass the Constitution test to get to get through, and I felt it. So of course I came to my father's house, 
and with my with my mom and my father, and I told them what happened. They put me in a room, made me stay up in that room, and constantly study the Constitution. When that was over with, I was able to go back to school and graduate and receive my, uh, uh, what's that, uh, high school or whatever diploma. And okay. that always has followed me because it's so hard to be able to not to make it without that diploma that you need to have, at least from high school. And that's a highlight of what my father and mom does with young people to make them be successful. I appreciate you, brother. A heartfelt, uh, heart to heart. And uh, thank you so much, man, for opening up and sharing, sharing these stories with us, man. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. We're going to, uh, let's get a closing paper from Miss, Miss, Miss Rocky Moore. And then we'll go with to with Brother Rock. Okay, Keith, I'm here. Okay, uh, turn your computer down just a little bit, and then uh, we want to get you. Okay. We want to get your heartfelt final statement. We want to just let you open yourself up and let it flow. We with you. Oh God, I've been blowing my nose and wiping my the tears from my eyes since seven o'clock. I just, you know, it's just wonderful that people reached out to us to tell us how much they appreciated us because you never know what people don't tell you and we do know this like alan hunt said when he wasn't doing good he didn't want to be around us so we know if they're not doing good they don't come around but if they're doing good they do come and they do see how we are doing it we appreciate it very, very much. And I appreciate you for doing this, Keith. This was just wonderful. I thought it was beautiful. Thank you very much. I'm glad everybody has had a uh, positive vibe towards it. I really appreciate that. Yep, I do too. I and thank, and I, I want to thank you so much. I want to thank you so much uh, personally, yourself and Brother Roy Shelby, uh, for helping me set this up, for getting me contacts and names and for uh, you, you, you talking with me and we going over some history and you sharing a few stories with me to give me an idea on what angle I wanted to go into with as far as uh, my questioning and so forth. Uh, so I, I, right. I'm, I'm happy that you allowed me to do it. I'm, I'm glad you spent time talking to me about it. And Brother Roy Shelby also, you too, man. I uh, appreciate the efforts. And I couldn't have done this without both of you. Uh, you. You know, Shelby's like, when he called and told me, and I said, well, sure, we'll do it. We'll be happy to do it. So it was just, you know, it was just it just was meant to be. That's all. It was meant for you to uh, see him or find out. Talk. I don't know. Who, I guess you talked to Shelby, but it was yeah. just meant to be. So, and I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. And we will close it out with the man himself, Brother Robert. Okay. Rock, Rocky. All right. Hold up. Take care. Take care now. All right. Hello. Okay, well, now is the time for the man himself. We're going to all uh, pay attention and listen to Brother Rock and as he opens himself up and just uh, let his heart flow. Brother Rock, you got it, man. Okay, thank you. And, then, and I want to thank you for doing this for me, and it gave me a little more reason to get out and do some more work because I know people really enjoy what I was doing and I didn't you know and and everything and 
guys that call, uh, the guys are very dedicated, and those who didn't call probably didn't even know about it. So they might hear about it. And uh, and just like uh, Gibbard said, I'm, I'm still trying to get a sponsor to help me uh, fix up a gym on 81st and South Chicago, which is church-owned, and give our kids a chance to come in and play ball without any charge. And uh, that's Carrick Baptist Church. And uh, and it's great to hear from the people. It really is. And uh, Well, I tell you, we couldn't have done it for a, a better brother. And uh, like I, said, I know for a fact, I know for a fact the effects you had on uh, a couple of brothers who got me interested in it. And uh, you're just a special brother, man, and you deserve uh, some type of monumental, uh, iconic uh, place in Chicago that people can uh, look up at you with pride and perhaps, uh, you know, keep that vibe flowing that you have put into so many people. Okay, you know, uh, I really appreciate this. I really do. And, you uh, know, there's a lot of them that have left Chicago don't even know about I'm still in existence trying to do the same things I've been doing. And I want to thank you yes, very sir. much from the bottom of my heart. And, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we all want to thank you. We love you. Uh, you're a special man. I, I know if uh, you had any question about it before tonight, there's no question about it now. And uh, peace. And I look forward to uh, next time I'm in town. And uh, I know how to contact you guys. Maybe we can go out to dinner or something like that. We'll we'll we'll, we'll, let, okay. we'll let it work like we'll let it work itself out. It'll be on me. All right. All right. Whether okay. the dinner or not, you make sure you contact me so I can see you in person. Absolutely. You got it. No doubt about okay. it. Okay. All right. Peace to you. Peace and love to you. And keep spreading the love, man. And, we, and you'll keep getting it right back. Give the message Rocky Moore and the brother Rocky Moore. Take care. Appreciate okay. it. Okay. All right. And thank you. All right. You. You're welcome, brother. On that note, I'm going to just close it right on out. I'll just say in respect to everyone and whatever you believe in the name of whomever or whatever your spiritual power. Peace and good night.
You have been listening to We Are Everyday People, Global Internet Radio Network. Peace.